You're now listening to a Rat House Production Podcast. For more podcasts like this, head to R-E-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net. Hey, hey, you guys, and welcome to That's Life, uh, 27, year, 27 years in the making and counting. I am your host, MTR, also known as Mathrat, and that was a little bit of Gorilla Biscuits, a little uh, little taste of what you're going to get today on That's Life. I am currently on the line with Tin Man from Bats Podcast. How are you doing, Tin Man? Hey, buddy, how's it going? You all right? God, I am. I, I actually regret wearing my sweater right now. I thought while recording I could just pop it on, but it ends up it's fucking hot in my house right now. So uh. I regret it, but you know what? Nonetheless, uh, I'm doing great. Uh, Tin Man and I were introduced uh, thanks to Mike Russo of the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast. You guys know I'm always talking about Mike Russo, so definitely go listen to Gungo. And if you haven't listened to that episode, listen to that. And if you haven't listened to Bats podcast, even though they're on a slight hiatus, listen to that. And if you haven't listened to, well, it wasn't Los Cochinas. What's that hardcore band again? The Mexican um, one? Uh, Los Muchachos. Los Muchachos, yes. I, um... After that podcast, you guys will understand why. After that podcast, I went to go search for Los Muchachos. And uh, not too shabby. Uh, slightly uh, racist on my side, but <laughs> but not too shabby at all. My favorite song from them is Drug Mule. I highly suggest checking it out, dude. That's that's probably the worst one as well. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh, dude. It made, and that, yeah. was, that was the great thing about it was I was like, all right, let's check this out. And uh, they didn't sing in Spanish, but I don't know Spanish. You guys would know that, so it's all, all, right, it's all right. good in the hood on that. Uh, nonetheless, cool. so we, we were, uh, uh, I was talking to Tin Man, and on, on my way home, uh, I've been on a huge uh, Bane trip for about maybe two months now, give or take. And uh, from there, I actually jumped on over to Gorilla Biscuits, which is why we we opened it uh, with it. Are you listening to anything in particular uh, right now, Tin Man? Um, not at this minute, um, because it's it, for me, it's half nine in the morning. <laughs> um, and the kids are up, and they're all getting showered and stuff, so music normally comes on a little bit later. Okay, uh, do, do, you, yeah, yeah. do you like brainwash your kids to listen to your music or how does that how does how does dad life and and hardcore life uh, uh coincide within you right Do, um to be yeah i get you i tell you how it works is right i've obviously been into hardcore and, and like you know for years and years but i've always put it on in the car and they go dad can we listen to the radio and it's like oh all right then but they do like certain tracks by certain bands. They'd like um, "What Happened" by H2O. They love that. Okay. Um, they love they love "Milk" by SOD. You know. Um, they like milk. You know what? I think yeah. anyone would like "Milk" by SOD. It's, that song is freaking awesome. Yeah. Stormtroopers exactly, you know. of Death, which was uh, that's is that members? The someone's from Anthrax is in that, right? Yeah, it's two guys from Anthrax, and it's Billy Milano who was in MOD as well. Yeah. Uh, real yeah, quick, real quick, we're actually gonna play a nice little clip of what happened by H2O right now, you guys. Here we go. When it began, for those who don't know- 
So there you go, you guys. That's a nice little preview of uh, what happened by H2O. So do you let them? Uh, do you let them sing the cuss part as well, or no? Um, only recently, because um, now my teenage daughters are, like I said, teenagers. They're fourteen and fifteen. So now they they know about swearing. But when oh, they were okay. little, obviously, when it gets to the um, the swearing bit, um, I change it for different words. I can't remember the things they used to say. So what are they into now? It's like Nicki Minaj and like stuff like that now or what? Yeah. yeah oh like, no. <laughs> I know. I know. Regular populist stuff. I oh. know. But, you know, it's, it's the path they've, they've chosen, which, you know, it's up to them. They, they always like, you know, if I have it on the car and it's something they like, they like, they like international superheroes or hardcore. Like the ISHC. So they like that. Cause it's, it's goofy. You know, I, I've the, um, never heard of that at all. I mean, yeah, no way. No. Like, um, well, you'll know, obviously, everyone knows about, you know, Newfound Glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. their alter ego. Is it? It's their, it's their side project. And all it is, is um, Chad's on vocals and Jordan's on guitar. And it's all huh. on funny hardcore. You'd love it, man. You'd that, love it. That's awesome. It. it reminds me of like Toy Dolls where it's like, is it like serious, but like not at the same time? It's totally jokey. It's totally tongue in cheek. Okay. Have, um, have you? I'll, I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link. Do it, please, by all means. Yeah. You've heard of yeah. Toy Dolls, of course, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Can, can I ask what your favorite song by Toy Dolls is? I don't have a favorite because <sighs> I, I I know them, but I don't know them that well. You know what I mean? I, I know of them. I gotta yeah. say, the cover of Ricky Martin "Living the Vida Loca" is by far <laughs> the greatest thing. In the world, have you heard uh, that track yet? I, I, I don't, I may have. Oh, I'm, dude, I'm not very good at tracks or it titles. is great. I highly, highly suggest anyone like it, it's the only time you'd be able to accept Ricky Martin and be like, okay, you know what? Not too bad, not too bad. But <laughs> I, I, I love the toy dolls, and uh, I did decide, you know, when I have kids, there are certain bands that. I'm going to like try to listen to and hopefully they like it and I do and Toy Dolls is definitely one of those on the list. Was there like certain bands like maybe like MXPX cuz you're like, "Oh, they're Christian punk. Maybe my kids uh, will like I could listen to this with them." type of stuff. Or how did that work out raising uh, raising the children and you know, uh, trying to at least be like connect with this and they were like no dad you're old and you're like please <laughs> <laughs> oh that sounds so familiar <laughs> <laughs> oh that's um, awesome do you know what I, I um it was just anything that i liked that i didn't have bad swearing at the time anything that had swearing i would sing over it really loud in the car we'd be driving it'd be like Da, 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 and we'd say, yo, motherfucker, I'd go, yo, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta yell louder than the stereo, and then the lyrics That's over. It. Okay, yeah, we're I'd good, we're good. Right down. <laughs> and you'd be um, like, so how was your day at school? And they're like, yeah, we heard it yeah. say fuck. No, no, you did, you're grounded now. You're grounded now yeah. for repeating it. Oh, what that's... I used to say to them was, hey, whatever you hear on dad's music, don't ah, repeat it. Like, there we you won't, go. we won't. What yeah, is it? But, uh, uh, do as do as I say, not as I do. That's yeah, what it that's is. It. Definitely. That's it. But they've 
they've literally they've grown up their whole lives with me playing this kind of stuff because I've been into it for years. So you know, like I say, they can appreciate what I I'm into, but they also love their regular nonsense. But you know. Their path in it. It's their path. <laughs> yeah, you, you you tried. You gave the good college try. You get an yeah, A for effort, yeah. but unfortunately, uh, uh, yeah. maybe possibly failing the class. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Yeah. Uh, but I did post um, uh, for this this. Excuse me. I did post for this podcast some questions that uh, I thought would be really interesting for us to read. Unfortunately, yeah. I posted so much stuff that I'm having a really hard time. Uh, pulling up. Oh, here it is. Perfect, perfect. So I posted up that I that I was currently listening to um to Bane. Uh, uh, Don't wait up, which is a beautiful, beautiful send off album that they had. And yeah. I asked people for some of their favorite albums and some of uh some of their experiences that they may have had. Uh, our buddy Billy, an old uh, uh old partner of the podcast, he said yeah. that his first show ever was Bane. Oh, nice. Which is great. And that happened at Chain Reaction where I missed H2O, and I'm pissed about uh, that. And uh, yeah. we'll t- I actually have somewhat of a redeeming story. We'll get into that a little bit later. So uh, real quick, uh, Tin Man, what was the first concert you went to? Uh, my very first first gig I ever went to, I was 15, and it was Pantera. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was Pantera supporting Megadeth in Manchester over here in England. How um, was that? That was surreal. It was seated. It was seating. Oh, how did that <laughs> go? Um, well, first gig, you think, well, this is what all gigs are like. You know, they're all like this. Oh, this yeah. is cool. We've got seats. We can mosh in our seats and it'll be totally fine. You know, we could we literally did. walk to walk. It'll be amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, my first um, memory is walking straight in with my ticket, being 15, being young, and they were sound checking the bass drum on Vinnie Paul's drums, and it was. Now, I was never hearing it before as a kid. It was like, oh my God, that's so loud. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Funny things you remember, but they came on with new level. And of course, it's. I came on with that, and uh, honestly, every time I hear that track now, goosebumps, without a shadow of a doubt. Because Dimebag came running out in a white t-shirt. I remember him wearing a white t-shirt. Dimebag came running out, pink beard, long curly hair, and he was just give, shredding that guitar. I'll never forget that. That was amazing. <sighs> That's so awesome. My, okay. um, my <laughs> really, are yours? Uh, my my particular uh, my first concert or show whatever, actually shit. Oh, okay. My first punk one or my first show. Um, oh, well, I've got a first hardcore one, first first punk one, but that was my first show. So what's your okay, very first one? Yeah, so my first one was Summer Sanitarium, uh, which yeah. is a Metallica, I guess, like summer tour that they do. I guess. All right. Cool, or did yeah. whatever. Um, but I remember it was, my dad took me and it was Mudvayne, Deftones, Linkin Park, Limp Bizkit, which is where I had the story where Limp Bizkit got booed off stage and Metallica. Yeah, yeah. I actually couldn't stay for Metallica. I was 13 at that time. No. Yeah. 
I uh, I was 13 at the time, and I never yeah. knew it was possible to get contact high in an outside arena. But sure as shit, <laughs> Los Angeles was able to do that. They were able to yeah. have so many people smoking weed in that fucking uh, on the Coliseum that I got too high, and I told my oh, dad no. I needed to go home because I was tired. So I only got like an hour into Metallica. But my other oh. buddy was there, and he was like, you should have stayed. They played till like 2 or 3 in the morning, and they started at like 10 at night. Oh, man. Still, you've seen them, though. You know, you got to see them at least. Yeah, I got to see them. Yeah. Uh, I think, I can't remember if that was before St. Anger or after. But mm. either way, that was still not too good of a... Yeah, good time for cool, good. T- uh, they oh man, poor Metallica. They've gone downhill and kind of came back up. But anyways, my first punk yeah. show was at the infamous Showcase Theater in Corona, which is a very tiny, intimate theater. And I got to meet. I got to watch the Skulls and RF Seven. And uh, I actually uh, years later, I became extremely good friends with the Skulls. And they performed in my backyard for my 15th birthday. Oh, no way. That's amazing. Yeah. That's and cool. uh, I got to write out the set list and I got to choose wow. what I wanted. And for at least half of the set, I got to sing with them. They were like, just come up and sing with us. Like, this is for your birthday anyways. And it was uh, oh, it was that, great. Do you know who the Skulls amazing. are? Do you know who the Skulls no, are? I I've not heard of them. No. Okay. No. Um, the Skulls started back in 1977. All oh, right. Wow. It slow, uh, this was when the mask in Los Angeles was still around. But after about a year or two in the band, they kicked out the singer and they got a new singer and they formed a different band in the 80s that I know you will recall. They're named uh, Wall of Voodoo. Ah, yeah, heard the name. Yep. And they have the song uh, Mexican Radio. I'm on a Mexican whoa radio. So that was the band after that. And then right. they were one-hit wonders and went away. <laughs> and then several years later, they reformed with, with new members. But yeah, I remember that was uh, that was the first venue concert. But the first, yeah. I, I guess my first, fe- I guess technically my first festival was a little bit prior to that. And that was Offspring, Social Distortion, Bad Religion, The Damned, X, Circle Jerks, Adolescence, Agent Orange, Sex Pistols, Social Distortion, Bad Religion, Pennywise, Blink-182, nice. and uh, The Damned, if I didn't That's say one. them right. That's a hell of a lineup. Yes, that was, uh, that was yeah. K-Rock's Low Dough Show. $25 to get into that show, and it was a festival. Good yeah, that was uh, yeah. the first and last time they did that. But wh- what about you? Yeah. What was your first hardcore and punk show? Uh, first, um, I'd say hardcore show. Um, was it was 1994, um, and it was Biohazard. Um, nice. Yeah, it, back, back 94 would have been oh, State of the World Address era, so they were on that tour. They had Doggy Dog supporting them and Downset. That's right, yeah. I have um, no idea who those other bands are. Oh, you, <laughs> oh dude, Doggy Dog. Doggy Dog are basically... Um, uh, oh, they're, they're, they're like they got horns in their in their band, and they're they're just really good. They're from, they're from the '90s, you know. If I played some stuff, you might recognize it. You know, they had a couple of quite well known hits. Here, let me uh, see. no fronts. Let me no pull fronts, them up. Something like that. Yeah, 
Let me pull them. No fronts, up. no tricks, no soapbox politics. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm ca- old, you see. They're I'm called old. dog eat dog or dogs eat dog? dog? Uh, just dog eat dog. All right. New Jersey they are. Okay. This says rap core. You're sure this is correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's uh, in, in a way, yeah. I, I don't know. It's hard to describe them, really. They've got their own sound. They've got horns, and it really works. And then you said uh, All Borough Kings? All Borough Kings was their, um, their probably their... Any uh, uh, any song I should play off this particular track? Uh, who's the King? Who's Rocky the King? Track. All right, you guys, we're going to get into Who's the King, which is already starting out awesome. Let's go ahead. We're going to get into it right now, you guys. That's awesome. That's kind of like, kind of like House of Pain, but like heavier. Mm. You'd, you'd dig that album. All Borough Kings is a great album. And oh. check out the one before. They got an EP called Warrant. Warrant. Well. Let me see. Let Warrant, me see. Yeah. It's, it's, a, the, it's not on my thing, but I'll, I'll make sure to get a, a lookout for it. I'm going to download this yeah, album yeah. right now. But yeah. I'm friends with, um, with John the singer. He's a, he's a good guy. Oh, really? Are they still yeah, playing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're playing. Yeah, we we um, um, we got in. I got in friendly with him because we on Facebook we we were talking about that actual biohazard gig, and from there when they played Belgium, we went there and we parted with them, and we've been friends ever since. It's been great. Isn't it great yeah. when you when you meet people like that? Uh, we just recently interviewed yeah. um, Bob Wayne, and he is the guitar tech for Hank Williams the Third. No way, really? Yeah, cool. and he knows like Sepultura, and he knows like all the like huge bands. But he's just this yeah, really yeah. awesome, humble guy. I highly suggest checking out his music. But yeah, we've been ever since that interview. We've been friends with him, and I don't right. know how this man lives life because he's like really rednecky, but like really good yeah. at managing his money. He oh, was yeah, in Los Angeles, and he goes, "All right, you guys, I bought a car for a thousand dollars." Let's see if I make it home. He lives in fucking Tennessee. He literally lives in the middle of the United States, and he's like, he drove it all the way fucking home and made it surprisingly. Amazing. He was in, um, I think it was the first Superjoint Ritual album. Was he? Man, that's a band I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. Well, they're back. They're back now, but they're just Superjoint, not Ritual, because they're not allowed to say Scott Sued or something like that. No, you're kidding, right? Yeah, they're just super joint now. Yeah. What? So, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but they only can be known as super joint. They can't be <laughs> ritual. I don't know. There can only be one Highlander. That That's what it is. <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Super joint. Get out of town, yeah. man. And they yeah, have man. a... Yeah. This, New album out. Yeah, it's called Caught... Let me see. Uh, Caught Up in the Gears of Application. And yeah, just came out, dude. Just came out like a month ago. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I've only heard a couple of tracks off it. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm gonna give our listeners a quick preview. This is ruin you. 
That's actually pretty dope, dude. I'm, I'm going to have to listen to this now. Yeah. And I'm going to have to see him in concert. Shit. Now I now I got to go on to my bands in town, and I got to make sure that I add them so I don't miss them the way I fucking missed H2O, damn it. Oh, uh, get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, what about your first punk gig? Um, oh, what would I, say? Oh, I don't know. What would be my first punk gig, really? I don't know. Um, Did you see like Sham class- 69 or something? No, I never saw them. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd class like, um, I'd say hardcore punk gig. I'd class it as that. We're probably seeing uh, Sick of It All in 95 nice. with Civ and H2O. That'd be, that'd be punk slash hardcore because, you know, Civ are quite punky. Yeah, um, yeah. I actually yeah, don't H2O. like Civ though. What? Oh. Yeah, Mike and I have had this conversation. We do not like Civ. There's just something oh, no about way, it. Man. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't hit that that gorilla biscuit spot, man. There is. There is a very. You're either some. Some people are very GB or Civ. They're not both. I'm both. But I knew Civ before I knew GB because obviously uh. GB was before my time. Um, I got into Civ first and was like, wow, this is good. Then discovered GB and it was like, oh, wow. You know, so I can see why some people don't dig it because GB is one of a kind. But the first Civ album, Set Your Goals, to me is is in my top 10. But, you know, even then, I actually, uh, at least for Rhapsody. Yes, I use Rhapsody. Don't fucking make fun of me. I know everybody uses Spotify. I like Rhapsody. But even on Rhapsody, what? (laughs) I don't even use Spotify. <laughs> okay, well then there you go. Okay. I don't use anything. <laughs> I'm not behind on the times. I'm not behind on the no, times. No. Uh, CDs in my car. That's oh, get out of here. Yeah. Now, now cool, you man. do need to make with the times. Do you have a cassette player yeah. or not? Uh, in the work van, I have been listening to cassettes lately, yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually have, a, in all fairness, I have a 94, ooh, excuse me, 94 Ford Ranger. Yeah. So it only has the tape adapter and it, just crapped out recently but um oh no i i would i would use the adapter but i also bought like a whole bunch of tapes so i have uh how could hell be any worse uh bad religion um i have uh suffer bad religion uh agent yeah. orange shattered faith uh so many different cassettes and on top of it even going to swamp meets i have like zeppelin uh pink floyd uh michael jackson a whole bunch of uh, elvis uh bing crosby Whole bunch of freaking tapes in that car. And now that my fucking tape player broke, I'm fucked. I can't listen. I have a whole bunch of tapes and they're pointless. But yes, uh, on Rhapsody, uh, Civ, they only have, I guess it's like an anthology CD. Yeah, there's a double one they released, yeah. Yeah. So I have no idea the difference between like the albums. Um, Second album, I've tried to like it. It's not as good as the first. If you if you do get chance, just listen to Set Your Goals and not uh, Thirteen Day Getaway, which is the second. It's okay. There's a couple of couple of really good ones, but the first album is a lot better. Yeah, I just uh, there's something about it. I just I, yeah. He sometimes uses that that voice that I want, but yeah. most of the time it's like I. It's just something I, I don't even know what he's trying to pull off or do. Nonetheless, though, like you said, there's all there's a lot of people like him. No diss to anybody that 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 likes him, but damn, that'd be a fucking badass show. Sick of it all, Civ and H two O opening. Yeah, uh, it was H two O opening. I had no idea who they were, and Civ as well. I literally sick of it all. I just released really scratched the surface. 
So it was 1995, it was June, it was in Manchester, and H2O came on, and I just thought, who are these? Wow. It was pre-Adam. It was the Eric Eric Rice on, on bass as well. Really? Yeah. It was actually before they released their album. I was going to say, um, yeah, because 96, as uh, the, when, the, sw- yeah. the sweater I'm wearing right now, We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, it actually says on the front, 1996. And even in the album, I think they actually say in the album, 95, that's going to be our year. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Geez, so that was in 94. So you like went up and were like, who the fuck are these guys? Were you able to buy any CDs or merch at that time? Did they have like LPs or EPs or anything like that? No, they had T-shirts. That's all they had. The album wasn't released. They were still making it, I think. So no, like, um, demos, nothing like no. that? Jeez. No, was, I managed to get hold of the, the H2O demo 7-inch later on. Um, they didn't have any that night, but they had. Um, I think, have I got it, or did I sell it on eBay recently? I can't remember. No! Damn yeah, man, no. why? <laughs> no, I'll, t- I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, right? I bought, they had a H2O shirt. With the, the obvious logo on the front, H2O, and on the back it said, um, uh, still here, sincere. No, no, hang on, what line is it? Oh, from um, Spirit of 84. I thought um, it was that. Still... T- times have changed, times have changed, and the trends move on. Spirit of youth, I still carry on. That's oh. what it said on the back. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they had it in about 12 different colors, and I picked like dark green. But being an, uh, a young kid, <laughs> I bought XL. And I'm a medium. <laughs> <laughs> so you bought yourself a gown is what you're really trying yes. to say. <laughs> I bought myself a nightshirt. <laughs> one I might add that like, one I might add like with being a man, you're like, this is degrading. This does not feel oh. right at all on me. You know, if I'd bought the proper size, I'd still be wearing it now. It's classed as vintage shirt oh. now. You know what I mean? I yeah. can't wear it. So... Yeah, but that's all they had was T-shirts. But um, it did say, I remember them saying live, we've got an album coming out soon. And I remember waiting for it. I remember, um, like, you know, looking on, cause, oh, God, we're talking, show me age again now, pre-internet. I was going to say a catalog or something, right? Yeah, that's right, catalogs. Record labels would send out catalogs to me, and I'd look in it and we go, nope, no H2O. And eventually it will come up, it came up H2O, dash s dash t for self-titled it was like oh my god buy it now um and i still have the original cd get out of here you know i've actually been looking for the lp and it wasn't until recently i had to go which originally that lp was uh released through blackout records that's right and now it is uh since h2o is on bridge nine i guess bridge nine has been able to re-release uh printings and I recently found found it for fifteen bucks. It's a red printing, um, nice and a clear red printing. And I'm gonna pick that up, hopefully next week. But other than that, I've I've always whenever I head to Amoeba or any other record shop, I always look for that album, and they do not have it in stock ever. I I can't afford the blackout version on LP. It's too expensive. How much is um, it? I can't remember the last time I looked how much it was, but I had to get a, a B9 reissue myself. I've got, a gre- I think, a green one. Um, I'm happy with that, though, because I just want it on vinyl, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, Let me see how much it is. 
random as it is. Yeah. The most I've spent on an album was Rain. Do you know who Rain is by chance? Rain. R A E I N. Rain. No, I haven't heard them. No. They're an Italian screamo band. And it, it's actually kind of cool because they're on a record label, but like yeah. the record labels totally on like their side to the point where Rain, when they sign the contract, they go, look, yeah. we're not going to put out shit until we want to and we feel comfortable. And the record company's right. like, cool, we're not going to budge you at all. Do whatever the fuck you guys want. But they're an amazing uh, Italian screamo band uh, that started in like yeah. the 90s and they uh, they event they they don't fade out but they purposely do like secret shows because they're so right. fucking big uh, but yeah anyway so oh, that was the most I paid for an LP and that was about that was like 40 bucks I think 40 or 50 bucks for that LP Wow. Other than that, I I have a second printing of the Germs uh mm. forming Sex Boy EP and that cost yeah. me 25 bucks for a freaking 7-inch, which is ridiculous. Usually 7-inches are like what? 2 or 3 bucks. I don't know how much that is yeah. in You guys use quin? Yeah, we are on pounds and pounds and uh pounds and like yeah. Yeah. So basically your your, if, if you have a, a seven inch that's five dollars, it's around about it's, it's around about about five pound here. It's not the same, but it's it's getting close. Okay, know. then yeah, well yeah, then you yeah. you definitely close. understand. Then like yeah, yeah like it's yeah. probably I'd say five pounds for an EP then at most yeah, maybe like seven bucks for a seven inch, maybe uh, yeah yeah. But about five, six pounds. Yeah. yeah, never fucking yeah. twenty five. But but I have a re release of it, and only a thousand copies exist in this world. So I'm happy with that. Oh, oh, I'll tell you my holy grail, which I've finally got. What you got? Um, uh, because of an Instagram pal of mine called Adam Bomb seventy nine, big on records. Shout you should out. See his collection, huge. You should see his collection. Uh, he had a mispress of. The second Kid Dynamite album, Short and Fast No! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kid Dynamite are one of my favorite bands of all time. Amazing. Oh. Yeah. This mispress was supposed to be green and it came out blue, blue marble. Oh. And there's only four of them in the world. Oh my God. That is fucking awesome. Oh, it is. And he, he was selling it because he needed some money at one time because he was going on a trip or no. something like that. And I said, how much do you want for it? And a lot. A lot. <laughs> $300. Yep, that's what I figured. That's what I figured. And I bought, and I bought it. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? I I, I give you kudos I because I would have done the same exact thing. I uh, You know what? It's... I, I would blow that on like uh, booze or food or something stupid. So at least I got something solid for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. No, that's that's a that's a steal. There's only four in the world, and that's the thing is there's only four in the world, and I it's three hundred bucks. Well. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. There's obviously I have one in the UK. There's two in America, and the last one is in Australia. Okay, my goal is to get one of those now. I'm not gonna lie. And we're gonna yeah, be yeah, we're I'll, gonna we're gonna be record buddies. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, um, I've 
just found on in, on Discogs, there's three H2O LPs on blackout, on black vinyl in Japan for sale. And it's starting out at $23 and $30. But obviously shipping, ugh, that's where it's going to yeah, get. Yeah, it's going to cost me another $30. And I have to yeah. hope it doesn't get damaged just getting wow. over here. I yeah, exactly. I wouldn't mind it though. I had I did pay for um uh it was a Tiger Army early years pressing from Japan and oh. I think I paid $40 for that. Yeah. So it's not it's not too bad, but like that that's the thing is that being a record collector like you know what you want, you know what you don't want, you know what you're willing yeah. to pay, you know what you're not willing to pay. I mean, the I think the the I think my most precious album, or at least uh, it's not an album, it's a seven inch, so EP. When I was friends with the Skulls, they uh, the singer came up to me, uh, no, the drummer came up to me and was like, did you get a Chris, uh, birthday present from us yet? I go, no, you, like, you guys performing is my birthday present. They go, yeah. no, and they gave me, it's, uh, it's the You Can't Drag Me Down EP, which... The normal wow. EP is light purple, and it has a mm. picture of the band performing on the front, and then on the back, a skull, and it says, like, in type printing, you can't drag me down in, like, one other song, whatever. This wow. particular version was, like, a cartoon drawn on it, yeah. and when you pull it out, it was a test printing. So I have yes. the only test... No, no, no. I have one of, I think, four... Five or four test printings. Nice. So that that's that's mine. And like, there's no yeah. number, there's no nothing on it. This is just like yeah. it was through the company and handed to the drummer, and the drummer gave it to me. So that would be Brilliant. that would be my my prize in my in my collection. Something that's like irreplaceable. Can't give it away. Can't, wouldn't want to in a million years. Although, if I yeah. do come, if I do need three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I might do it. I might just do yeah. it. But that's what makes that cool for you is that is a personal gift from them to you. You can't that when when bands. That's what I love about hardcore and punk is you get friendly with these guys and they they they're not so much give you, but even sell you or whatever. They give you stuff that you you buy directly from them. You don't get that with mainstream crap. You know what I mean? Oh no, not at all. You know, I'm, I, I love that. I I love it too. And and. Uh, I got an awesome story of AFI. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Boy, let's go ahead. Boy. Let's continue on with uh, uh, with this post. Uh, Martin, shout out to Martin. He says that his favorite album of all time uh, has always been uh, Enema and Dude Ranch. Those are his favorite albums, uh, which is Blink-182, if you guys don't know. Uh, Luis says uh, his some of his favorite albums would be Bury Your Dead, which is uh, Beauty and the Breakdown, uh, Throwdown's album Forever, Hatebreed, um, Perseverance, which I think that's the one with the now is the time for me to rise to my fate. Man, when that song came out, I didn't even know that was hardcore. I thought that was metal. <laughs> yeah, it's close. It's very close. Right? Yeah. That was Was that the transition where like, terror started coming out and bands like that um oh i never got into a hate breed i didn't i didn't dig them i never got into terror uh, even though everybody really terror. likes terror 
Yeah, same for Terror. I never got into them. Do you know what it is? If I don't dig the, the vocal styles normally, I'm like, ah, I yeah, can't, you know, get behind it. You know, for sure. Those ha- two bands were the same. Were like, nah. Have you heard of Rotting Out? Yes, yes. Do you like yeah. Rotting Out? Um, now we were talking about this on Mike's episode. We were saying about how it's hard to get into new bands, but Rotting Out came out, and my ears went up like, ooh. Very, very like suicidal, which yes, yes, yeah. yes, like, yes. And they wear their own shirts like suicidal does. It's like yes, they you know they're. Um, I think on um, oh, what album is it now? Oh, the wrong, the wrong way. They yeah, even yeah. have suicidal on the radio at the beginning. Yes, the they do. Yes, they do. Yeah, that's right. When he gets in his car, yeah, great album, great <sighs> band. I think they're broken up now, aren't they? They played their last show, I think I think it was last year. All these hardcore yeah. bands, man, they're not sticking around long. It's so it's like 10, 15 years and they're just calling yeah. it quits. The only band still doing it is sick of it all. 30 years. Ridiculous. Is it 30? Well, wait, no wait. Isn't yeah. Cro-Mag still doing it too though? Yeah, they they are still doing it, but they had a bit where they weren't going whereas, you know, the Gnostic Front were going and they had like a 7-year break and Various other bands have, have stopped. Mad Ball stopped for a bit and then came back, but Sick of It All have literally never stopped 30 yeah. years straight. You know? Yeah. They can hold that crown at least. They've never had a break, you know. Um, no respect to, no disrespect to any bands that did have breaks cause, and they get back together. Yeah, but uh, I mean, if you're going hard and you're going for years and years, dude, kudos to yeah. you because that fucking life is hard. I can barely do it being in a band that, like, I don't get gigs, yeah. let alone. One that would have gigs. Let's go ahead. Let's continue on. Uh, Anti-Flag, Angry Young, and the Poor. Uh, Someone actually did mention Rotting Out. Rotting Out, uh, one of their favorite bands uh, from Rotting Out. And sure as shit, just as uh, you just said, Tin Man, his favorite album from The Wrong Way. Um, Have Heart, The Things We Carry. I love that album. Down to Nothing, Splitting Headache, and The Most. Love that album. And of course... The infamous The Note by Bane. Oh, yes. We also got some Naked Reagan, Understanding, Circle Jerks, Golden Shower of Hits, Golden Shower of Hits, which was the first punk album I ever owned. Yeah. Shout out to James, dude. I'm so surprised that 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 was mentioned. A lot of people hate that Circle Jerks album. They like Wild in the Streets or Group Sex. But for me, it was always Golden Shower of Hits. And it's because it was the first one that I was exposed to with them. Uh, Descendants, Hypercaffeinated Spaznet, whatever that album is. I can't pronounce it correctly. Uh, Minutemen, Double Nickels. And let's see. Damn, I didn't realize how long it is. We are... Holy crap. Okay, uh, I'm going to power through this real quick. Wade, shout out to Wade. Uh, the Warriors, War in Hell. Hoods, The Kings. Uh, Samir, once again, with Bane the Note, and said that he was actually really sad because after the note, he was waiting for new albums from Bane, and then they came oh, out no. with Don't Wait Up, and he was like, they're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so bad for him. And this is the last list uh, from Rob. Of course, Dead Kennedys, Frank and Christ, uh, Rudimentary Peni, EPs of uh, RP, Crass, Feeding of 5,000, Black Flag, First Four Years, X, Under the Black, Under the Big Black Sun, which I hated that album, Circle Jerks, Golden Shower of Hits, Subhumans, Time Flies, Slash Rats, 
And uh, that basically, uh, that ends it for us. Uh, of course, everyone started rooting for Rudimentary Peni because that's just, do you, do you know who, do you listen to Rudimentary Peni by chance? I have listened to him in the past. It's been a long time since I heard him. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, lots of friends who are well into him. More than me, say. But yeah. Yeah, so I'm actually kind of curious. Like, did you ever get into like crust punk at all? Or was it just hardcore and punk? Like, how far down into the rabbit hole did you go? Well, I I have loads of friends who love that kind of stuff, the crusty stuff. Um, I, 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 was, I was a metalhead. And then I discovered Sick of It All. And from Sick of It All, I got into Madball, Gnostic Front, and then into other bands not from New York, like, you know, Kid Dynamite, uh, Good Riddance. Good Riddance are one of my favorite bands. Ooh, um, I actually got to see Good Riddance with Pennywise. Oh, of course, on the uh, the, the uh, About Time yes. tour, was it? Yes. Yeah. No, it wasn't the About Time tour. It was the first three Album. albums. So they, That's right. They did That's right. Self-Titled, Unknown Road, and... Um, uh, about time, yes. Nice, nice. Now, I um, Rinse is another band that I've, I've followed quite a bit. Um, uh, I hear the singer's I, an I, asshole. I, yeah, yeah, it's pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the reason, like, they can't play yeah. anymore is he's just a dick. Which is so I, disappointing because they're such a great fucking band. I, I've met him and he was really, he was a really nice guy and we were chatting for quite a while. It's just... Really? I he, yeah, I think he just... He gives people this persona that he's like unarsed for people. You know what I mean? I think that's what it is. But he, when I spoke to him, he was a nice guy. I mean, we were talking late nineties, you know, uh, when they came. So up yeah, this was relatively early then, not how it is like nowadays. I don't know Maybe. what it's like now, but their new album, their um, "Peace in Our Time," that's a cracking new album. Great. Wait, um, "Peace in Our Time"? I have yeah, not heard yeah. that album. Have you not heard that album? Oh. No. Wait. When did? Wait. I no. This, okay. 2015, I yeah, think it was. I guess so. Uh, can yeah. you name a track off there by chance? Um, the first track, Dis, uh, Disaputio. I can't say it. Disaputio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to play it right now. Basically. my god that's so fucking good i didn't They're know they were with frack records though that's <laughs> yeah yeah for fat as well, great yeah. whole album's great whole album is great <sighs> there again i don't think they've released a bad album to be honest they Not haven't yeah but here's the thing yeah. is that they they have a very cookie cut sound yeah but yeah, it's but clean, it's a good look. It's the same thing when people try to argue about the Ramones having the same song. I'm gonna quote fucking Stephen King. Yeah, but it's a mm. good fucking song. Like, who cares yeah. if it fucking sounds the same? Like, yes, there are other bands like AFI that have evolved, but nonetheless, there are bands yeah. like Good Riddance that just like 
it's just you when when you hear it, you know it's good riddance, and that sure yeah. shit is fucking good riddance. And on top of it, for comeback albums, like you had Bad Religion yeah. went on a break, they came back, and that sounded okay. Process of Belief, amazing album, but after that, it's been the very, best album. Yeah, but yeah, it's been easy. cookie cut since then. It's like oh, they're yeah. trying really. Yeah. Look, I give them kudos for True North. True North was yeah. actually a fucking solid album. Yeah, yeah. But I mm. process of belief, I think, is is their greatest for me personally. I love it. Um, I'm gonna have to go with No Control. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. No Control I, I see is. You, see where you're going. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but and, uh, No Control was when they got a real drummer. Because when you listen yeah. to Suffer, it's nothing yeah. but one twos on the entire fucking uh. album. <laughs> but yeah. Hey man, that was that was that was their first comeback because yeah. uh, d- have you ever tried to listen to Into the Unknown by Bad Religion? I no, I haven't. I've, I everyone you know slates it, and I just haven't got around to it. No, don't from- don't do yourself a favor. No. Don't do it. It's don't so, do it. It's so bad. It's like <laughs> it's like it's like TSOLs Beneath the Shadows, but like oh, shitty. Oh, it's. No. Bad. It has like a Casio keyboard in it, and yeah, it's just oh. oh, that shit is rough. You'd never believe that Greg Graffin would even be behind that. Is it one of those times where you'd put it on, you drop to your knees, look up to the sky, and go, what? No. Yeah, yeah. You bust a Vader. You just break out of your shackles and you go, no. That is exactly what you fucking do to that. It's it's cringeworthy. It's fucking yeah, cringeworthy. Yeah. Don't do it. But if you want a good laugh, go ahead yeah, and go yeah. down that route. Um, oh. First off, congratulations, Tin Man. Uh oh. Toby uh, wrote to you, and uh, yes. he didn't even appreciate the $60 I spent in merch, so uh, <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> let's go ahead. Yeah. Let's get into that real quick. So if you- Yeah, um, I woke up to that, to be honest, because you guys are eight hours back, so uh, I've woken up to you know his comment. It's like, all right, all right. I won't reply yet, because he's probably going to be in bed. I was gonna say you like know. you uh, you just want to feel cool. You want to let it marinate. You got to be like I can't get too <laughs> excited. Just got to yeah. let it happen. Let it happen. But uh, uh, a few days ago, my buddy tagged me. Thank the Lord because it's funny because he listens to Gungo, so he knows. Yeah. I was I even hit him up and I go, dude, what the fuck? You didn't warn me about this H two O show, and he was like, I thought you would have known. You're you're a fan, and I'm like, fuck you. I didn't know. I would have been no. there. But yeah, um, exactly. but he did tag me on on a post, yeah. and it was Toby selling patches from that show. Oh, cool! And they That's only good. made two hundred patches, and they were numbered. Oh, were they? Anything with a number on? Yes. Take my money. Just exactly. take my money. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I want these patches. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna buy them. I bought two patches. One I'm giving away, you guys. So you hear it now. Uh, sorry, Tin Man. Uh, I will not be shipping international just for a patch. It's so, all good. It's all good. <laughs> so this is only amongst United States and Canada, you guys. If you want that patch, go ahead and just screenshot this podcast and tag uh, Rat House on it, and uh, you will automatically enter to win that patch. So I bought nice. a, I bought two of them, one for myself and and one to give away. 
And then they they posted that they had T-shirts and sweaters for sale. And I was like, dude, I know that sweater is going to be pricey because it's exclusive merch from the tour. Mm -hmm. So I wait a little bit. And I hit him. I, I'm like, you know what? I just want to see how much that sweater is. I hit him up 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. How much is a sweater? Yeah. Get a reply at 10, 20, 40 bucks. Fuck that. I'm not spending 40 bucks on a fucking sweater. I, I, there's just no way. Yeah. So then I, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I get an email at 11 o'clock. Do you want it? Question mark. And in the back of my oh. head, I'm like, if they're asking me again, it's because they need to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. They're desperate. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm... Right? Like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go, maybe... Maybe I could just... Did you haggle Toby Moore? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so I message and I go, look, I just bought two patches. Can I get yeah. it for 30? Question mark. Yeah. My dad, uh, it, it'll be 30 flat. So 40 is including shipping. So technically, yeah, sure. I, I would say it's like 35 for the sweater. So technically, I'm asking 25 for the sweater now. But in the back yeah. of my head, I'm like, there's no way they're going to agree to it. And I said that at 1120. Don't get a response. And it's 1120 at night, I might add. Right, yeah. So yeah. I go onto the Bridge 9 website, and I start looking up stuff. That's where I find the LP. And I found this sick fucking crew shirt. And on the front, in the little letters, it says H2O, NYHC. And on the back, it has the band picture, and it's Toby giving the mic to someone in the crowd. And it says, uh, me and all my friends have nothing to prove. And I'm like, that's fucking sick. $15 from Bridge Nine Records. Well, fuck it. I'm not going to get the fucking sweater. There's no way they're going to agree to it. I'm just going to buy this badass t-shirt. So now I spent $30. I didn't spend crazy money. I have nothing to worry about. Yeah. Not over exaggerating. Twelve fifty nine a.m. Okay, and I'm like, Response. "Fuck, <laughs> son of a bitch!" So now no, I just, just spent, I just spent sixty dollars worth of fucking H two O merch. Damn it! Uh, but it all came in on the same day, and I I couldn't have been cool. more more excited and. Uh, I, I really don't like sweaters because I feel very confined and constricted and yeah. I'm a very yeah. hot person. But nonetheless, I love this sweater. It says uh, 1996 on the front and on the back. Big as fuck is the, is the artwork for the first album. So That's cool. Uh, the first yeah. time I was exposed to H2O was uh, my girlfriend did buy me the tickets for Pennywise. And I was like, oh, H2O, yeah. I've always heard of this band, but I never yeah. listened to them. And my girlfriend played the first album and she goes, I hate this fucking song. And it was five year plan. (laughs) And and she, and I was like, man, and I started listening. I was like, I really like this song. So I played it over and over. And then I started listening to the whole album. So when we went to go see them, sure as shit, Five-year plan comes, and I just look at her and smile, and she's just giving me the, like, I fucking hate you look. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, this is the song. Yeah, oh, yeah, she was pissed. She was fucking (laughs) furious that they played Uh, that song. Brilliant. And I was like, come on, my friends look out for me like family. family. She's like, don't, don't, don't. I'm like, come on, my mom's struggling. And she's like, I hate you. (laughs) 
Don't don't look at you me just, right now. <laughs> you just do it now when you when she's getting on your nerves. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no doubt. I do that. I do that, and like, uh, there's a blink lyrics uh for the song Aliens Exist. So if oh, yeah. you say dark, scary, ordinary, explanation, information, nice to know you, paranoia. If you say any of that, I will go into the bridge. <laughs> Of aliens exist. So if you're like, it's really dark in here, I'll go dark and scary. And people are like fucking annoyed with me by now because I do it so often. Uh, I'm going to have to start using that. That's good. That's oh, good. yeah, dude. It's fucking awesome. And and I love when girls have highlights because they'll be like, oh, my God, my roots. And I'll be like, roots. Don't forget your roots. And they're like, shut up. Shut up. I don't want to fucking hear you anymore. I'm like, come on, don't forget them. You need to get your hair done. So it's fucking good. good. That's my uh, that's my relationship. So uh, with H two O and and my girlfriend. So Toby, if you're listening, I hope you are. I spent sixty dollars in merch. I'm not a crazy man, and I'm about to spend twenty more just to get yeah. the the first uh, EP off of Bridge Nine Records. Do you want to hear a funny story about the song? Uh, don't forget your roots. Oh yes, by all means, Family yeah, Tree. Yeah. Family Tree. Sorry, of course it's Family Tree is the right title. <clears throat> I was I saw H. Well, I've lost count how many times I've seen them. Every time they came to the UK, we saw them. Uh, they'd always play London. They'd always play the Garage in London in in this, this awesome venue in in the centre of London next to a park, right? And uh, we would go regular. Me and my, my, my mates, my pals would go regular. Every time they come over, we'd see them. And this one time, we got friendly with this this girl. She was there. She was there by herself. She was wearing a H2O shirt or or whatever. And we started getting, you know, we we're outside waiting to, you know, queue up to go in. And she was always there. So we'd chat to her every time. Hey, how you doing? And then um, uh, we were, I think the gig, had, the gig had finished. We were outside. We were chatting by the, by the tour bus. Some of the band were out chatting to us as well and uh this girl goes oh man I, I i totally love that song you know um generation boom and me and my mates look at each other like hey he goes and i went which one's that she goes, you know generation boom i'm thinking i don't know that one and she goes oh no yeah you know oh no you know the one no you know the one it goes like this no generation boom. <laughs> generation boom <laughs> and we're like Oh, oh yeah, God. yeah! Couldn't correct her, bless her. Oh. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. She was, she was so convinced. She, she said, she said she, um, she was at the front, and she goes, "Oh, Toby brought the mic out, and I shouted the line, and he looked at me really funny. I don't know why." <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! But bless her, I couldn't say it. I was like, yeah, yeah. I just agreed with her. Bless her. <laughs> He's like, yeah. generation. I'm taking the mic back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor Toby. Yeah. And he's probably seen her like so many times at the shows too. If she goes yeah. like every time it goes. And he's just yeah. like, Th- you know what? This chick deserves a mic. Gives it to her. He's like, why the fuck have you been coming to our shows and <laughs> continues on to go? Um uh. Me being me, I always like to look up um, live videos of, of my favorite bands yeah. and see their performances. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was, it, was, it was really weird because there's a performance uh, 
where Travis Barker does the drums for Guilty by Association. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. But the way that he did it, mm. I could be wrong, and I, I really would like to know. I think he might be the original drummer for that song. Because he, he pulls it off note for note when you see them perform it live. Yeah. And it sa- and then when, now that I listen to it on the recording, it yeah. sounds like it's Travis Barker on drums. It doesn't sound like your typical H2O beat, especially during during the chorus. Uh it's yeah. very it's very snary like uh like Travis mm-hmm. Barker. So, I'm kind of curious be- behind that, but uh great transition. I, oh wait, go on. Yeah, I was going to say I don't think it is because Travis would want a credit on the album. You know what? I mean? <laughs> you, know what? You, you say that, but I actually, I don't know him personally, but I know mm. um, the recording studio that I go to knows him on like a first name basis. Right. Like knew him back when he was the drummer for the Aquabats. Oh, yeah. And yeah. there are several projects that he has done and he actually takes no credit for it. Well, you never know. It may be one of those unknown hardcore secrets that only Mr. Morse could uh, answer. Oh, I know. I'm kind of curious. I wonder if I message him if I answer it. Toby, if you're listening, just just, uh, give me a like on another uh, page, on another uh, uh, post that I do. Just give me one like, and I will understand that that is a yes. But uh, speaking of... Speaking of watching the videos and stuff, uh, yeah. I watched an old AFI video. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I watched uh, AFI back in 1999 at the Showcase Theater in Corona, California, and it yeah. was during the Black Sails and the Sunset release. Oh, yeah. Now, when it's, I- it's good, isn't it? I oh it's 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 awesome but like to hear from like the record to live it translates a completely different way. Good or bad? Good because when That's you good. when you listen good. to the album there there are strong yeah. songs but even songs where they kind of went like mid tempo when you hear it live and faster and louder and with the crowd it like it's almost like people are like, man, I, you know, I hate that he wears makeup and I hate this and that. And it's like, if you could just get past all that shit, yeah. you'll be able to yeah. understand like what's fucking in front of you. A great fucking East Bay hardcore band fucking screaming their lungs out. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I just, oh man, it, I wish, I wish I could be there back in that day. I saw him in that era too. <sighs> You just got to keep sorry. bringing me down, don't you, Tin Man? You just yeah, got to keep sorry, bringing me down. Sorry. <laughs> it was, it was uh, the Camden Underworld in London. Um, famous Underworld. Yeah, apparently. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty, well, pretty, everyone pretty much goes there. Um, tiny little venue. Um, anyone from the UK listening will know. Um, it was, it was AFI, and I think it was a load of UK bands. I think one of them was Seventeen Stitches, was a UK hardcore band. I don't think they're going anymore. Hmm. But it, it was the era when 
Um, you know the video for Total Immortal where he's wearing shiny black? Yes. And he, and he has his devil's lock but short hair at the back. Yes. It was that era. And they played the underworld and I swear the place just went berserk. I've never seen... I, I mean, I've seen... Uh, they were great in when I saw them in the previous, you know, um, Shut Your Mouth era, but they were on fire when I saw them then. I've never seen anything like it. Let's go ahead. Although... Look. Oh, go on. You stick a track on. Go on. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. We're going to play some Total Immortal for you guys. Sorry, I'm gonna have to sing with this tin man. Oh. <laughs> this rain never. This rain, I cannot let. Ah. Uh. <sighs> I'm sorry, you guys. I I keep <laughs> prematurely ejaculating from all the amazing music that that all we're the, playing. Uh, but you the- did say you did say although. Although yes, I'll get back to that. There's a track off Art of Drowning, and I can't remember the title. Is it? It's the one that that starts out quite fast, and there's a dead furious bassline. Goes, um, sacrifice theory. Whoa! There I go. I'll go ahead. I will play it right now. That is a, a little glimpse of Sacrifice Theory. Now, that bass line is amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. You know what? Hunter, yeah. even now, if you listen to AFI currently, like yeah. um, like the song Beautiful Thieves, you think you're listening to like a keyboard. No, no, it's not Beautiful Thieves. No, yeah, it's Beautiful Thieves. And it's a part that goes like... You hear it, it goes It's actually Hunter finger tapping oh. on the bass. And really? he, he right. made it sound like like a keyboard. So you know, Hunter's wow. always been a great and on top of it, you have to understand, even with like sacrifice theory, I guarantee when you heard this song live, he was running around while fucking playing that shit. You just took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> They opened with that. No way! I, I, yeah, I saw them supporting. Oh no, they weren't supporting. They were headlining. Uh, they were headlining in Sheffield, and it was a, a bigger venue. And they came on with that, and he played that bass line. And I swear to you, he was. It was jumping from one side of the stage to the other. He was jumping through the air while playing it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "How does he do that?" Yeah, actually, I have been carefully studying. Uh, 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 punk and hardcore bands that do that and I finally figured out what it is you must leave your hand at the very yeah. bottom the bottom bridge where the strings come out leave your hand yeah. right there and if you could learn to play right there no matter where you move no matter what you do 
if you're you could be jumping around, but your hand will always remain right there. That's the yep. secret to doing it. I, I I swear to God, I was just thinking about this yesterday, and I was I was like, oh, dude, like you know, a lot of these bands like H two O and AFI still running around, still doing. It. I was like, how the fuck are they doing that without fucking up? And I started yeah. looking at them perform, and I was like, oh shit, they're not moving their bottom hand at all, like. You, you think it's them looking for style, but it's actually them being like, if I fucking like play ab- and hover above the strings, they're not yeah. going to be able to do that. You're just going to hear a clank, clank, clank. It's not going to sound right. So yeah, uh, that's a that's a little helpful hint for for your band, Tin Man. What are you playing? Uh, well, what are you playing in the band again? Your drums, correct? I'm drums, mate. Yeah, I'm a drummer. Drummer. Well then, the noise you want. You just have to make sure you you don't let go of this the, of the drumsticks. You're good. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the the, the big trick. <laughs> Dude, it's yeah. it's hard, man. I'm I'm a drummer, guitarist, bassist, violinist, and and pianist or keyboard. It's a goddamn one man band. Yes, yes, <laughs> most definitely. In fact, all the music that. Uh, that we play on the podcast, I created and played and all that nice. uh, good stuff. Nice. But um, I will say with, with learning drums, the hardest thing for me was making sure I don't lose any sticks. And yeah, it it wasn't until recently I, I bought a, I bought a, a drumstick bag. Yeah, yeah. And it is the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> easily easily reachable yeah, yes one out quick and it hangs yeah. right over that floor tom and you're like that's where you're at and i never have to worry again it's not like the good old days where you left remember you would leave the sticks on the bass drum and while you yeah. were playing they'd either slowly move forward and fall off or immediately fall yeah. off the side one or the other what you need is a clip it's a it's like a giant big paper clip basically not paperclip. Um, oh, what is it? You know, on a on a clipboard, you have the clip at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can buy those in drum shops, and they have two little tubes in them, and you stick your, your sticks in them, and it goes below your hi hat. I have never fucking heard of that. Oh yeah, Google one of them. You oh, you're them, blowing my mind right now. It's right next to you. It's even closer than the than the bag <sighs> on the floor, Tom. You know what? Other clip. other than the floor, Tom refrigerator that my drummer and I just found. Other yeah. than that, that'll be the other thing we need to buy. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll be you'll be you'll be laughing with that one. Oh, dude, Love that's it. so fucking awesome! You know, uh, uh, jumping back on with AFI, I got to see oh, them. Um, I saw them for the live at Long Beach album that they came out with. I was there oh, at yeah. that concert, and true story, I followed AFI so much that I knew who Smith was their tour manager, which is right, cool. Jade's brother. All right, I didn't know that myself. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, in fact, he's in one of the Strike Anywhere videos. He's the All skateboarder right. that's skating through the town trying to get to the concert and promoting uh, the concert. So, right. um, uh, but with that being said, I was, in the, I was in the area, I was in the concert, and I was like, hey, and I remember seeing him and I was wearing my filth shirt because mm-hmm. AFI covers filth. That was awesome. Shut your mouth and open your eyes. Uh, your lesson for yes, today. yes. So I'm wearing my it's filth shirt. God. Why not? Uh, anyways, uh, uh, but I was wearing my filth shirt, and yeah. Smith was wearing his filth shirt. Nice. So he looks at me and he goes, 
nice shirt. And I look at him and I go, back at you. And, <laughs> and then I remember asking him, like, hey, can you get us, like, into the floor area? And he was like, yeah, I can, but I have to go do something for the band. I'll be right back. So my mm. buddy and I waited, and he didn't come back. Uh, so we went up, because at this particular show, it was Seosin, Tiger Army, and AFI. Mm. So we went up, we watched Tiger Army, and then we came back down, and I waited while my buddy went back up. Yeah. And Jay, I mean, and, and Smith saw me, and he had this big group of people. I go, Smith, and he's waving me down. And right. my buddy's not there, and I'm like, dude, do I do I fucking go in without him, or do I just do I go back up uh, to him? Oh no, fuck what a predicament, man. And I went uh, upstairs. Yeah. And yeah. I went back to my buddy, and I go, hey, dude, Smith was there, and he was letting us in. And he looks at me, and goes, why the fuck are you here next to me? Then you should have been in the pit area, you idiot. And I was like, uh, dude, I was trying to choose being by you. He was like, who gives a fuck about me? After that oh, show. Man. After that show, we went <laughs> we went to the gate area to try to get backstage, and we yeah. were hoping Smith came out so he would grab us. But yeah. my buddy was one of those like stupid, like kind of like hot topic kids. So he had right. a big old keychain and he had this thing that looked like a backstage pass. Right. In no way, shape, or form did it look like AFI's backstage passes. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, it looked like one. So he goes, I'm going to go and I'm just going to try to just get in. I look at him. I go, dude, if you could do that, get me a pass. I see him (laughs) walking like maybe six feet into the backstage loading area. And the security guard goes, hey, wait a minute. (laughs) You hear my friend go, fuck. And he like leaves right back out. I was like, no. We could have been backstage with AFI. Uh, Years later, I'm drunk. I'm high on Sunset Boulevard, hanging out with my buddies, preaching about how AFI is the greatest band of all time because they've been able to conquer every genre and subgenre of punk rock and hardcore combined. And they're like, you need to shut the fuck up. You're stupid, blah, 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 so on and so forth. We're mooning all the tour people because they keep bothering us by taking pictures of us because we have mohawks and bondage belts. We're walking up and I see this guy in a pink trench coat, sheer white shirt, and big female glasses. Yeah. Gotta be. Dude, that's fucking Davey Havoc. I was gonna say, he had to be. Who else? And he looks and he (laughs) goes, hey. And I go, oh! And I start lifting my shirt up. And he's like, what are you doing? And no, when he's, you didn't. I did because I have uh, the corn stalk on the yeah. back of Sing the Sorrow, the album. I have that yeah. logo tattooed on my chest. Right, right, right. And he was like, oh, you're a fan. And I'm like, dude, I fucking love AFI. So while I'm Let talking to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, Why is he showing me his nipples? This is weird. Um. <laughs> Which I, I I hope he remembers me if I ever get to talk to him. Be like, do you ever remember yeah, a guy yeah. flashing his chest to you on Sunset? But yeah. while that's happening, my friends are behind me. Their jaws are to the floor. 
I bet they were. And I shit you not, dude, I got to talk to Davey Havoc for a full fucking hour on Sunset. No way. An hour? Yes. No way. In I fact, the girl with. he was with was, was extremely annoyed by the time they had to leave. Oh, right. They're like, yeah. I want to go somewhere. You're talking to fans. Yeah, basically. But we talked oh, about no. the re- we talked about the band, the replacements. We talked yeah. about um, AFI's first gig and some guy that had um, Davy in a headlock, and he was high on angel dust, and he thought that Davy was a white supremacist person because oh. he used to wear the suspenders. Yes, I've heard him say that on another mm-hmm. podcast. I've heard him tell that story. Yeah, rings a bell. Uh, yeah. He he talked about, and then uh, I don't know if he talked about it on another podcast, but he told me that that guy later on was killed because he was high on PCP. A week later, yeah, guy was high on yeah, PCP, right. went onto the freeway and tried to stop a car. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, he told yeah, us he told us about. I told him that at that time they were coming out with the Crash Love album, and he you had to film yourself. And uh, be creative about like why you loved AFI, and they would they were choosing five people to come on and and do backup vocals and hang out with them. And yeah. I told them I was like, dude, I feel really like stupid filming myself. I and the next day he actually released a video and he said, I know some of you might feel stupid filming yourself, but I just want you to know like. I'm here for you guys, and I'm going to do it too. My name is Davey Havoc, and this is why I love AFI. And uh, I I didn't know that that was going to happen, but the next day when that came out, I was like, dude, that made me feel really good. So he is humble as hell. Yeah. I met Hunter, yeah. and I fucked that one up really bad. Oh, did you? No. Yeah, I was like, I love you. You're, you're like, wait, remember band? And he was like, can I just get this merch from the band and leave, please? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, what shirt size are you again? And he's like, uh, I'm medium. I'm like, here, uh, you mean a lot to me. And then he walked away, and I was like, oh, I fucked up. And I looked at my buddy, and he was like, yeah, dude, you fucked up bad. Oh, no. So the, no, no. the second time I met him, I kid you not, I was just like, oh, hey, you're Hunter. And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, nice to meet you, man. He's like, oh, you too. I just left him alone because I didn't want to oh. do the same thing twice. Yeah, yeah. At least you didn't say, "Oh, I was that dude who was, you know, I was a dick." Yeah, I was that. I was that idiot. You, do you remember that idiot? <laughs> but uh, uh, seeing the way, you, the way you do that quivering voice is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really love you. You mean the world to me. It's so great. Oh my god, you play bass. It's so cool. Oh no, I'm gonna go pee myself now. Bye. <laughs> It was bad, That's dude. Pretty... I'm, I'm, oh, I'm probably not over exaggerating oh. the voice either. It was, it was, it was fucking bad. <laughs> like my friend looked oh. at me and he was like, and then I, I felt bad because Stellar Corpses, uh, the band uh, that was playing and the band that, um, that Hunter produced, like they yeah. came up and I was like, hey, you guys, I fucked up really bad with Hunter. And then they just looked at me and they're like, now he's not gonna have dinner with us after you, dick. And I'm like, I'm sorry. So we all went oh, to dinner no. with each other, and I was kind of like the black sheep amongst everyone. So. Uh, nah, shame. Yeah, shame. but I I did get to see them during the burials tour, and um, cool. very very fucking great. I still love, I still love AFI. I know a yeah. lot of people don't like their new stuff, which I want to know. Did you try to venture into their new stuff at all, Tin Man? I um I watched the video you posted. Um, ah, snowcats. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
it's not for me, but I still love AFI regardless. I don't listen. I haven't listened to their stuff past um, Art of Drowning, to be honest. That was the last album I bought. Really? But yeah, I just, I just, you know. Sing the Sorrow but, was great, dude. Yeah, I, I do like that album. I just don't own it. But Leaving Song Part 2, that is the best track on there for me. I love that video is cool. Wait, as well. did you not hear Death of Seasons? No, no, never heard it, no. Okay, you're going to have to re-listen to this podcast because I'm about to play Death This Season, which is quite possibly their most, like, toughest or hardcore song on the album, dude. It's fucking brutal, especially if you love bass. Let's get into it right now. Davy Havoc screaming. By the way, do you know the Davy Havoc power chant? The power chant? Ooh, yes. No. What's that? Um, What's he that? started doing it more in the art of drowning. Right. Uh, but I should it, know it then. But it came out a lot more with every CD that came from there. Whenever, oh, right, da- right. whenever Davy goes, oh. <laughs> The Davy Havoc power chant, I, and, and somebody actually got somebody got that tattooed on their fucking arm, dude. It just says, really? "Oh, it's so amazing." And and to this day, my friend and I, uh, Ben, shout out to Ben. When we go to Disneyland and we get lost, that's how we find each other. <laughs> I go, "Oh," and he goes, "Uh." And I'm like, oh, he's over there. And he's over I just there. go over there. It's fucking awesome, dude. But yeah, that's the Davy uh, Havoc power chant. I will say, I, I will say, take, take, uh, take three listens to the full to, uh, their yeah. newer stuff. I I can understand why people don't mm-hmm. like it, but yeah. the thing is, like with me, I mean, I love Joy Division. I love Sisters yeah. of Mercy. I love uh, Christian Death. I love uh, David Bowie. I love Ziggy Stardust. So to to yeah, me, it's, it's relatable. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing is that like, um, uh, December Underground was very much uh, electronic, but still yeah. like very like like the Ziggy Stardust phase of AFI, and then Crash yeah. Love. I would say is um, is like the Bowie phase and the Freddie Mercury uh, phase of AFI. Now burials, yeah. when burials came back around, that's like the Sisters of Mercy type of like AFI. It's very dark. It's very fucking dark, dude. Like, and that's right. what I like about it is it's a very dark album. And where we're headed with this new album, I actually got to listen to it beforehand. And if you do like burials and uh, uh, sing the sorrow, we're never gonna get yeah. art of drowning again. But no, I don't think so. That was the great thing about having the talk with with Davey was that he told me he's like we're never going back to that. But yeah. but it's yeah. always gonna be there, and we will always oh, yeah. we will always include that in our set list. Yeah. So everybody that's AFI fans, yes, you may not. 
you may not be able to 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 hear another album that sounds like that, but they sure as hell will definitely perform. I mean, fuck, when I saw them, they performed today's lesson, man. Yeah. That was phenomenal. Yeah, I can imagine. Nice. And and it was it was like Davy transformed back into that that hardcore kid that he was back in, you know, 95, yeah. 96. So those braces and his and his slick hair. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And and I'm gonna be able to see them in two weeks from now. I will see them January twentieth uh, for their first show uh, with the new album, the Blood album, releasing. And I get to see them again February twenty fifth when they're back in Los Angeles. So uh, once again, two dates seeing AFI, and I can't fucking wait. It's wait. gonna be. That and then next time H2O tours and if I ever get to see Bane again, <laughs> those are the yeah, things that yeah. I'm that I'm putting my my money onto. Is there any band that that you want to see uh, in particular? Um, yeah, I um, for some reason I've never seen Murphy's Law. Really? Um, yeah, they they were co- they've been over at the UK and I missed it. And then they were playing Eperfest in Belgium one year. Then. Um, Jimmy Gestapo's his father passed away, so they had to pull out. So it was like, ah, you know, it's a shame. And I haven't seen them since. Um, but I'd, I'd love to see SOD. I've never seen SOD. They've only played. Do they? Like, yeah, I was going to say, do they even play anymore? They haven't played since '99. That was the last time they played. And they played like um, Holland and, you know, like the Dynamo Festival, things like that. It's all on YouTube. But I'd love to see SOD. I really would. There's other. Oh, who else do I want to see, though? Really? Oh, I'd love to see Grey Area. Oh, I love Grey Area. Have you heard Grey Area? No, never. Oh, dude, you'd love Grey Area. You know um, uh, Black Train Jack? <laughs> no, I do not. Oh, my God, you'd love them as well. They're all linked. <laughs> Black um, Train Jack? Black Train Jack and Grey Area. both. Oh, with, no, um, I've heard of Black Train Jack. Yeah. Well, Grey Area is Ernie Parader, who was in Token Entry, drummer. And he's on guitar and uh, vocals. And it's got Vinnie Value on drums, who was in Warzone. No Warzone. Yeah, Warzone rules. Do you like Uh, Slapshot? Yeah, I love Slapshot, yeah. You know, Mike does not like that. Well, that's a band that I don't think they play anymore. I think they just did a reunion not too long ago. They um, they got a different lineup, and they did play Eper a couple of years ago, but I couldn't go because my son was too little. So I couldn't go. You know, Mike uh, does not like Slapshot. It's it's one of those things. I don't know if it's the New York Boston thing. I don't think it is. It is sometimes. That's what he told is. me. That that's what he <laughs> told me. That. He said that he yeah. was like they talk shit on the New York scene, and I was like, he oh, did. he did. I didn't know there was uh, there's beef. I don't. There I, was. Yeah, I was I was uh, unaware of it myself until it was all like over. And apparently, you know, a choke from Slapshots apologized and, and the New York. Um, hardcore scenes like forgiving him but obviously not everyone not everyone like, <laughs> nah not fuck everyone. that fool he still talks yeah, shit yeah. I ain't gonna listen yeah. to him <laughs> I do like Slapshot um, but check out Grey Area um, that's what I was I was looking up I was that's the band I was supposed to look up Grey Area right now is a good track if you can find that one Grey I'll Area I, I don't know where you're sending me man there is Grey Area Pop Gray area post punk and gray area electronic. I think you're trying to lead me to electronic. 
No. Just um, kidding. It's a red, red album. Red album with a Yes, self-titled. Self-titled. Yeah. On That's Victory it. Records, as well That's as it. they have... I don't know if this is them. I don't think this is them because there's a 40 ounce on this one. But I'm pretty sure the one before that, since it is on Victory, that is called yeah. Fan Belt Algebra. So downloaded That's both of album. those. I will be I will be listening to those. Um, more, more melodic, but still got that. Um, have, it's like hardcore edge, but very melodic. I love it. It's great. I have a feeling it's going to be like Kid Dynamite. Um, similar, but more, more, more sing, more uh, sing along. I'll tell you what. This is what I will leave you with. I will leave you with two. With uh, uh, since you did the same for me, I suggest checking out Touche Amore. Yes, I know them. Yes. At least the Black album. They're for the. It's called Marching to the Beat right. of a Dead Horse. And um, they kind of get lighter throughout every album. But if you like the vocals and you want his harsher vocals, listen to his side project, um, Hesitation Wounds. Right. The self-titled EP is very much traditional hardcore, while their full length... Well, actually, it's not a full length. They came out with a second EP called awake for uh awake for everything that thing is fucking brutal dude you will like nice. if you want it, it's just really fucking rough like hard like hardcore dark gringy hardcore yeah. dude highly highly suggested as well as deaf heaven if you haven't heard of deaf heaven heard the name never checked them out so yeah i will sunbather yeah. just the album sunbather though okay that sunbather. that's the oh that album is it's post black metal right so instead of being really dark it's it's Mm. using the higher chords and it's very light oh right cool well it is uh 3 10 a.m over here in (laughs) in california i have a a bike ride that i need to go on i'm sure i took up far too much of your time and you've been patiently waiting to get off the line with me. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. It's only 11 o'clock in the morning here. I'm going to, going to get some breakfast. Oh, yeah. must be nice. Must be nice. Uh, where can we find you on the internet? Tin man. If you want to find me personally, I on Instagram. I'm all the decent names are gone. Uh, basically if you want to see me posting records daily, that's what I do. That's literally um, his name. People like not over exaggerated. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I literally could not find a decent tin man name. So in the end I was like, Oh man, all the decent names are gone. Y- you know what? I actually was going to start a hardcore band. No, not uh it wasn't a hardcore band. It was a punk band. Mm. And the name of yeah. the band was going to be called. We couldn't think of anything better. Ooh, that's a good name. So yeah, it, works. it reminded works. me of that. I was like, this, he, uh, he almost took my shit. He almost took my shit. Nearly. Yeah. nearly. We, we couldn't yeah. think of anything better. If anyone tries to steal that name, I will kick your ass. So nobody try yeah, to steal yeah. that name. Uh, what I'll do, I'll, uh, I'll tag you in my H2O record collection as well. So you can see it. Please, by all it's, means. It's, it's, it's not the, the biggest but it's pretty modest, you know. I mean, yeah. it's not the size of the collection. It's how you play them. Exactly. And it's the story <laughs> behind it, you know. It's the story how I got some of them. I bought um, Old School Recess 7-inch. Um, you know that one? Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it came out in four colors. I bought all four of them off Rusty. Um we did it outside the garage in in London. And no we, shit. He he laid them out on a on a wheelie bin. 
you know, like a big industrial yeah, yeah, bin. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And he said, um, he goes, how much, how much are all for, dude? And he went, um, $5 each. And I went, well, $5. And I said, so what, what did you work out? And he goes, £5 each. I said, £20. And he went, yeah. I went, there you go. And he shook my hand and he went, done deal, sir. And I went, done a deal on a bin. <laughs> Things like that you can't replace. Yeah, know? dude. Yeah. I'd I'd be like, it's like it's like for me with comics when like someone's like, hey man, how much for that comic? Five dollars. Yeah. Here you go. I'm walking out as fast as possible, right? Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I got way more H2O stories. We'll have to uh, do a part two for H2O. Oh gosh! Yeah. By all means, yes. Yeah. Uh, when, whenever you're willing to come back on, we're uh, yeah, I'm man. more than willing. To stay up late oh, and, yeah. and and drive myself mad upon this. Of course, uh, once again, shout out to Gungo, growing up, not growing old, Mike Russo. Um, so Mike. Uh, shout out to Blast Furnace Productions. Um, uh, shout out to, uh, go ahead and check out Superiority Complex. Of course, you guys, uh, use our promo code LIFT. Uh, download LIFT onto your phone and use our promo code RHP and you will get 10 rides five dollars off and uh i guess we just got a sponsorship through geek fuel that is a monthly subscription so i have no idea what the promo code is but we will have it eventually so keep a sharp eye out for that of course if you really want to support the podcast you guys go listen to our christmas episode rathouse.bandcamp.com and um, it's three dollars for the album. Listen to the whole thing over and over again. If not, you could always create your own amount of money. So go ahead and uh, do us that favor, as well as check out the Bats podcast. You can find them in iTunes. Are you guys on Stitcher as well? Um, I think we're just on iTunes at the minute. Yeah, just iTunes. Cool. Um, so check check them out yeah. in iTunes. Uh, do you guys don't have like a SoundCloud or anything like that? Um, oh, actually, tell that. Yeah, we do. We're on SoundCloud. Yeah, you go. Yay. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Uh, Havoc. (laughs) Havoc. Power Chant. No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, Thank uh, you. uh, Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. No, man. Thank you. uh, you, Gotten hardcore. uh, Once again, we have to thank uh, Mike for for setting this up because it was actually Mike accidentally hanging up on us that created this moment. Right here, That's right, true. right now. Uh, I wonder if I have my music where I could exit us out. Uh, I don't. I can't exit us out properly, you guys. Make sure to follow um, Bats Pod. Do you guys? You guys also have a social media as well. Yeah, we got Facebook, we got Instagram. Uh, they're the main two. I think we do have a Twitter, but we don't really use it. So yeah, mainly Instagram. But um, yeah, we're gonna get back on it soon. Yeah, it's all good. All right, you guys. Well, this was the first episode coming back. Remember, you could win an H2O patch uh, as well as, I'm just announcing it now, I hope you waited till the end, a signed copy of AFI's The Blood Album. If you go ahead and screenshot this very podcast that you're listening to and do me a huge favor, go ahead and go follow Tin Man. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, cheers, man. Take care. Later. Later.